0: minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement to $35 per line connection charge apply ctmobile.com hello and welcome to the la local sponsored by the la car guy family of dealerships it's december 27 i'm sam benson smith a pro-Palestine protest near LAX turned violent this morning. A group of more than 75 protesters gathered at Century and Sepulveda Boulevards, cutting off intersections and halting traffic to the airport. My colleague Pete DiMetrio was on the scene. The crowds began gathering at Century Boulevard and Sepulveda Boulevard at about 9.30 and just minutes into the protest, people marched into the intersection and began piling debris from street signs to portions of trees in an effort to blockade traffic from coming through. LAPD Commander Steve Lurie said after an unlawful assembly was declared, a number of protesters allegedly attacked some of the officers. There were several instances of battery on police officers and as the responding officers came to make those arrests, uh, this turned into a riot. So they started throwing streets signs at passing vehicles, blocks of concrete at uh, innocent pedestrians who were walking down the street. Uh, so we began to make arrests. Eventually, Metropolitan Division officers on suburbans rolled into the area. In a short order, 36 people were arrested and are now being held on charges of rioting as well as felony charges of assault on police officers. After the protesters dispersed, the debris was cleared and traffic resumed its normal flow. LAX police confirmed no flights were delayed as a result. Earlier today, 26 activists were arrested outside JFK International Airport in New York for similar action. This demonstration here in L.A. calling for ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war follows a recent trend in the city. Two weeks back, protesters shut down Sepulveda Boulevard leading up to LAX. And in separate action a few days prior to that, a group of protesters shut down the 110 in downtown in acts of civic disobedience. If you want to get L.A.'s attention, you shut down the roads. And we're talking about it, so I'd say the protesters accomplished what they set out to accomplish. OpenAI has fallen out of the good graces of the old gray lady. The New York Times is suing OpenAI and Microsoft for copyright infringement. The reason? According to the lawsuit, the tech companies are utilizing a particular emphasis on the Times content to teach its AI, trying to hitch a free ride on the paper's journalism. Now, on the other side, tech companies have argued that using information from the internet to train its AI falls within the scope of fair use and is perfectly copacetic. So what's next with this dispute? Daniel Linna, a tech expert and professor at Northwestern School of Law, has an idea. But it's going to take probably going to the U.S. Supreme Court before we have any certainty on on how these legal issues are going to be handled. And by then, the technology will advance, these systems will advance. And so for most of the commercial players, They're probably going to want to figure out some sort of a resolution, some sort of a a content licensing agreement, short of waiting for courts to decide exactly how this would play out under the law. Since August, almost 600 news organizations have installed AI blockers on their websites to prevent tech companies from harvesting their articles and content. The lawsuit looks to have The New York Times content scrubbed from the systems and prevent any reuse of content already scraped. Now, that's at least a couple dozen floppy disks worth of data, I think. Burning Man had more of a Mad Max vibe this year, and not one that was intentional. The annual Desert Festival had its flames snuffed out after a historic rainstorm inundated the playa, mucking up the plans of some 80,000 so-called burners. Despite Mother Nature bogging down the event in spectacular fashion... Burning Man organizers don't foresee any major changes coming down the pike next year. The reason? The cleanup crew reportedly earned a passing grade mopping up the mess, sticking with the festival's pledge to leave no trace. Burning Man's executive director says organizers will just stay the course despite concerns about the 30-year-old festival growing too large and unwieldy over the years. Typically... Football players, pro football players, will say they're going to Disney World after they win the Super Bowl. But things are a bit different in the college game, in many ways. And also, at least when it comes to that big game that's played every year over in Pasadena, you might be familiar. The Alabama Crimson Tide and Michigan Wolverines clash at the 109th Rose Bowl on New Year's Day. But they have some more mousy plans before the big game, heading to Disneyland together as a unit. This tradition for Rose Bowl combatants dates back to 1959, just four years after Walt Disney's park opened. And there are plenty of additional local ties for this big game between the teams. Michigan touts five players from L.A. and Orange Counties on their roster, while Bama has three. The teams will also be taking part in another local, older tradition for the big game, dating back to 1956, eating at the Prime Rib in Beverly Hills for the so-called Beef Bowl. As someone who's a total expert, as I've played exactly three years of football, might I suggest slipping a salad in between the slabs? Just a thought. The Powerball jackpot is up to $685 million. That cash of cash has been stacking up since October, when the second largest prize in the game's history was drawn right here in Southern California for $1.76 bucks. Now, that was a different jackpot than that other big Powerball draw in recent memory locally, a $1 billion stub bought at Las Palmitas Mini Market in downtown L.A. in July, which is different, once again, from the $2 billion Mega Millions ticket bought by an L.A. man in Altadena in November of 2022, like five miles from where I live. Something must be in the water here. They're drawing tonight. Or, if you're listening on Thursday, they already drew. If you won, congratulations. If I won, goodbye. I've bought six houses in Big Sur for me and my 80 cats. And that's the LA Local for December 27th. So, what do you think? Fire feedback over to la local at knxnews.com. And give us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. Five stars would be great. And if you like the show, follow on Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow. I won't, but my friend Brian Bolanski should be. In the meantime, tune in to KNX News 97.1 FM. Ask your smart speaker to play KNX News and or download the Odyssey app and search KNX to hear all the latest updates on L.A. I promise you, we'll be on air. We are sponsored by the L.A. Car Guy family of dealerships. Search their inventory, all 14 dealerships at LACarGuy.com. Thanks for following, thanks for downloading, and thanks for listening. I'm Sam Benson-Smith. Have a good one. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours